Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master Energy Teacher, Medium, and author of the newest book in my trilogy, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, which shares stories and messages from Spirit showing us our challenges are not merely economic, political, or societal, just a spiritual disconnect from our true being or soul wisdom. And I am delighted to welcome Stefan Alex, author of When I Was Someone Else, who shares the incredible true story of past life connection. Hello, Stefan, and thank you for joining me on Healing from Within to share your very amazing journey and travels in this life and how you found out about reincarnation and many other miracles. Thank you very much. I'm very pleased to be with you. Great. Stefan, as listeners of Healing from Within have discovered over the years, the power of an open mind and heart lead to the creation of many blessings and hopes for improving the human and divine connection as we allow ourselves to remember through perhaps coincidences, synchronicity, dreams, meditation, travel to new places, uh, that we are more than our physical body. Consciousness does survive physical death, and we are therefore immortal eternal souls traveling in many dimensions of life always creating and experiencing new potential for awakening to higher awareness of self and higher consciousness to universal source in today's episode of healing from within Stefan Alex a journalist former war correspondent and a founder of the Institute for Research on Extraordinary Experiences as well as the author of The Test Incredible Proof of Afterlife and the writer and director of the French television series Extraordinary Investigations tells of his travel to the Amazon where on a spiritual retreat in Peru he had a vivid waking vision of a soldier dying on a snowy battlefield followed by scenes from the soldier's earlier life. We will learn about Stefan's disturbing sense of closeness with the soldier and find out perhaps why this all transpired. Stefan, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person perhaps a place or an event that may have signaled to them or others around them the interests and lifestyle they might pursue in their adult lives. For I feel that we come into this world, our soul, into our physical body, with a life plan and destiny, and we spend all the days of our life trying to remember and awaken to our soul mission. So think back to your childhood and what was meaningful to you. Oh, it's a long time ago. <laughs> um, the the funny thing is that, you know, I, I forgot um, most of my childhood. Um, and maybe it's the reason why I was so um, willing to investigate 
and to find a meaning in life, to find the meaning of being alive, because I was not spiritual uh, at first. Uh, when I start to be journalist, I start to be war correspondent, and I was absolutely not interested in spiritual matter. I was just focused on war and political and geopolitical. And it's only when my brother died in front of me, when I was 32, he was 30 at the time, that suddenly all those questions uh, came up and, and was uh, from from uh, this very moment, the, the most important thing to solve. But for the first 32 years of my life, I was very uh, away from all the spirit world. You were very so, pragmatic <laughs> and looking for yes. truth. In fact, you know, I was the same way, but I was a sensitive child and I... I, I empathic and I and I knew that many people were not doing the right thing so my soul was very aware of a lot uh, but I was brought up by me, very methodical people and, and very scientific and very practical and so I pushed that all aside and it wasn't until I was older uh, that I also had an experience that awakened that in me and I wanted to answer mm. the questions who are we where do we come from where are we going uh, what is this all about? What is life all about? So like you, it started uh, with the death of your brother. With me, it actually started with the death of my father. And mm. uh, and the night, and, and I had a dream. I was very sick with the flu. And I had a dream, and my grandfather, who I loved very much, was standing by my side in the dream. But he was in a cloud. It was I couldn't see him. But he was saying to me, I couldn't hear him, but a thought went through my head, you have to write something for your father. And the next day I got a call from my mother that my father had passed, and I wrote mm -hmm. his eulogy. But it was then that I started to remember how I sensed in childhood there was something more, more than what mm -hmm. I was seeing with my five senses more than uh, how people were responding to life and then I was on a journey to understand spiritual communication and, and what really happens to us after death so we had a very similar way of being awakened or brought into these important issues at the right time in our life yeah mm. it's very interesting now why did you decide to travel to Peru and the Amazon? Uh, because in my uh, investigation after the death of my brother, I was interested in both science, but also traditional uh, knowledge to investigate what do we know about life and life after death. So I travel all over the world and I also travel in Amazonia where I discover shamanism. And shamanism was for me a, a very important uh, meeting because uh, I find through shamanism and with the shaman the possibility to experience myself because I am not a psychic and I am not sensitive. So I needed a special tool to see what you see uh, easily, but for me it was not easy. So shamanism opened the door inside me to see and to experience the spiritual world. So since this time, it was 15 years ago, I'm trying to go every often, maybe two or three years, in, in Peru 
to do a shamanic retreat and to do um yeah a, a kind of break in my life because it's very useful to to do such a things so this time i was uh, i was there without any specific expectation i was not there to write a book i was not there to do something i was there only to to have a break in my life a couple of weeks just off and um, well, i remember well i think yeah the, i think you were guided there i don't i think it happened randomly i think your intuition uh, was being awakened to a stronger level it, you already had it uh but 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 it was just the door was opening and you you know i usually have great synchronicity and coincidences with many of my guests and I went to a trip unexpectedly to San Francisco with this spiritual teacher. I went across from New York to San Francisco. I was with her in New York for a class, and I was so moved by her uh, that the the next week she was going to be in San Francisco, and my son lives there. So I made the trip across the country to just have another class with her. And at that class, that awakening, I was in deep meditation, and I saw myself in the water, swimming underwater, and I thought to myself, how am I doing this? I'm not wearing any apparatus for breathing. And in the distance, I saw this beautiful island with glass buildings and gold geometric um, top, you know, at the top of the building, and and uh, and after the meditation i just mentioned to the fellow sitting next to me what i had just seen and he said to me well i was in peru in an old rune with a teacher in med a shaman in meditation i saw the same vision you just said to me and that was the ancient city of atlantis now why did I sit next to this person who could validate my experience? Was it random? I don't think so. So synchronicity and coincidence are messages or assistance from souls in spirit uh, to help us on our journey, to fulfill our own mission, and to help others in spirit uh, fulfill their healing and journey. So you went to Peru? And I didn't go to Peru, but <laughs> I heard a story from a man who went to Peru and who was able to validate something that happened that was very important to me. So how did you feel about yourself before you went to the retreat? I know you talk about your father and something that he said to you before he passed, and it, it seemed to have touched you deeply so i think it was part of what you were trying to discover you remember that yes um what's important for me you know since i'm working on life after death i discover that life is um is very important and as you said it's very important to try to recontact your soul during your life it's so difficult in our world we are living in a very frantic way, we are absorbed by our work or daily life, and we don't think about our soul. So for me, it's very important time to time to stop everything and to reconsider my life, like 
okay, if I'm dying in maybe one week or one month, uh, is it okay with me? Did I do everything I wanted to do in my life? Do I have some regrets? And if so, maybe I need to change things importantly. So uh, going to Peru was for me um, important at this time because I had uh, many, many activity in, in France as a writer, as a producer, and I really wanted to to, to find myself, to, to be sure I was on the right path. So, yeah, I think, um, I think intellectually uh, you were so superior. But now you wanted to work with your soul and feel beyond the five senses and the complications of the physical world. Many people get to this point where it's just not enough. Uh, to be working with our physical mm, life quality, uh, so to put it. And you just said that very well. So I, I appreciate how you uh, said it was the soul that you started to uh, want to reconnect to and reconstruct and, and be part of, and to actually be using. Because when we merge our physical and our spiritual, our soul life, we have the best of this world and the best of the world beyond here. So that's beautiful. How did you experience and retrace? Well, tell us about the vision uh, uh, and, the, and, the, and the soul that you connected to in Peru. We have to know about Alexander Herman. Yes, before that, you know, uh, as, as you said, I am a journalist, so I'm basically very mental guy. I'm not very easy to append myself to spiritual realms. So basically I was spending my day uh, working on my body, doing physical exercise, and also trying to do meditation during the afternoon. So basically I was doing nothing and I was uh, and I was being on a diet, shamanic diet, which means I have a special food and uh, I have a special uh, zero activity. And time to times I was trying to uh, do a kind of uh, shamanic journey but not with any substance just with the drumming uh, of, a, of a drum in my ear and while I was doing one meditation like that I closed my eyes and I let my my mind uh, imagining things and suddenly uh, while I was imagining myself flying over the forest I suddenly was very surprised by the vision I had it was not a um, I mean, I thought it was my imagination, but I was surprised by what I was imagining because I was imagining a, a scene of war uh, in a battlefield for, uh, cover of snow, and suddenly there was a, a guy in front of me uh, by the name of Alexander. I knew his name instantly. I knew his name. I knew what he was doing. He was a German soldier during World War II, and the vision was very vivid. Uh, this guy uh, was staring at me. I mean, I was not sleeping. I was not dreaming. I was having a... a, a I mean, at, the, at this moment, I really thought it was my imagination who was making this up. Uh, but the detail was so vivid. The emotion was so intense. And suddenly, while I was seeing this man in front of me, he received a shrapnel on the neck and he was killed like that. Mm. He fall down on the ground. I saw blood coming out of his neck mm. and I saw him dying. And while I, I was seeing the scene, I knew he, he, his name was Alexander Hermann and I knew he was Oberstunführer, which is a rank in the military, in the German military. All this information was uh, 
inside me. I, mm. I don't know how to explain it. It was there. I, I mean, as I know my name, as you know your name, this information was inside me. And uh, when the, the, the experience stopped, I, I wrote all the detail I had in my vision. And um, I really thought for the, the, the days that follow that it was the kind of intense internal experience that my psychology just created this. And it's only months after when I came back in France and I started doing some research that I discovered that a real man by the name of Alexander Hermann was Obersturmführer in the military of the, uh, the Germany. And to my amazement, I find a military file who tells me that this man died the way I saw it. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was killed from a wound on the neck. And... Um, this really was mind-blowing for me because uh, I, I am open to spiritual realm and I know that consciousness is uh, go far beyond space and time. Yes, but, yes. I mean, it, it's something to experience it yourself. And for well, me, that's, it was really, really That's what happened to me with the dream from my, my grandfather and then the next day my father dying. I said to myself, what is this? And how can I do this again? And and why did he come the night before my father died when he knew I was going to have a very hard time? And I, I and that was my opening. I I was born as a sensitive, but I wasn't using those abilities. You were born with this gift also, but you were using it to write as as a journal. And I was told by spirit when this had after this dream I had that I was to journal everything that happened because in years to come I would see how far I had progressed so your writing and your journalism was a part of your spiritual growth and development and ability to have this vision and to be able to research this man's life because you found the truth about um, life after life uh, and our eternal soul nature. And we don't have to be that spiritual to know the truth. We just have to be given an opportunity and then run with it, you know, like you did. You mm -hmm. found out more and more. And I did. I ch traveled all over to classes. I read. Uh, I, uh, the more I questioned, uh, the more people came into my path who could uh, share something with me. It was like... I would say at the beginning I thought it was just coincidence but then I learned there are no coincidences there are just messages and help from these other dimensions of life and souls who want to connect with us because they're learning from us and they're healing with us as they heal themselves because healing goes on in all dimensions of life so it's very interesting now what do you think um, discovering, you know, Alexander Herman and all that you found out about him and his past life, uh, what has it taught you about yourself and what can you teach others about this? Oh, it's a very long story. It's, uh, it's an entire book. <laughs> um, well. For, for, the, for the beginning, I was very disturbed because... Um, I I had the intuition when I discovered that this man really exists and that died the, the way I saw it. I had the intuition that I had a link with this man. 
probably a past life link. Probably, I mean, the, the hypothesis it was my past life was uh, worse to investigate. But it was very, very disturbing because this guy was uh, SS in the German military during World War II. And uh, this was the, the worst person you may find on earth. Mm. I mean, I don't want to have anything to do with those kind of person. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't but have you an know, experience But you know, I, you know that sometimes these souls come to a person because they know that person will be able to receive the information and they're looking uh, for compassion and kindness and and to forgive themselves perhaps for what they did in their life and I think they come to a person they know that has that quality of soul and will be able to help them with them. I understand you were frightened. You didn't want to be him and you didn't want to have even been his friend in that life. But perhaps you weren't. Perhaps you were just a soul who could receive him because you had the ability and you were able to write and you were a journalist and you would be able to explore the facts. Perhaps that's why he came to you. It could be. It could be. It's hard to know all these things. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but since you were asking me, I was answering, and um, yes, for for uh, the, the many months, uh, it was not the case. For many months, it was very uncomfortable, very difficult to live with, and uh, very difficult to investigate why I had this kind of link. And it takes me months and months and maybe w- m- one year to, to finally understand um, what I could do with him and what he could do with me, why he appears to me. It's a very long story and it's it's not, uh, you know, I, I I don't like to go directly to the explanation. I'm I'm trying in my books to, to investigate from the very low level. Uh, we, we begin with the fact and I'm investigating the fact, trying to understand why they are mixing together and uh, I'm I don't like too much jumping immediately to the conclusion or to the explanation because sometimes when you do that, you miss the real understanding of of a situation. Yes, um, it's very complex. Yes, it is very complex. Understanding our connections to people in this life uh, that we're living with, right? And so it's more complex to be understanding how we're dealing with people in the afterlife Uh, but it always uplifts us eventually and helps us to understand who we are as spiritual beings and to find uh, the tolerance and love I know you were raised by parents uh, who gave you um, the most noble moral values I know somewhere in the book you said something to that effect and so I could see where you would be uh, disturbed to uh, come across someone who was a Nazi. So uh, I understand that, uh, and it was difficult. But you did what you had to do. You researched it, and you even went to a medium. Agnes, you say, a healer and a medium. And how did she help you? Because I am an, uh, that, and and I, I do help people find their own um, soul essence and wisdom and life plan so how did she help you there was one first uh, medium who was a healer who 
uh, I went to see her at first, but without uh, without talking about Herman. I mean, it was a couple of weeks after I came back from Peru, and I didn't thought of him. And suddenly, during the healing, she had a vision of him. Oh, and at yeah. the same moment, I had a vision of him also, and we didn't talk to each other. And it was very surprising that we saw the same thing, nearly. And um, I trust that, that woman because I know her skill. And a um, few months after, after I, I discovered the military file, after I do my investigation, I did another experiment where I kind of test several medium, and I went to see them, uh, showing them the picture of Alexander Herman without telling anything to see if they would be able to contact him or to receive information. And what was very surprising is that I have experience with medium and I test some of them to contact my father who is uh, dead today. But this time with Alexander Herman, it was very, di very different. And one medium I remember very clearly told me it's very strange because I feel this person is inside you. Um, I mean, I never had such a remark uh, when I went to see a medium to talk to a dead person. So it was very, that's interesting. Very bizarre. Yes, that's an interesting comment. But but I'm going to tell you something. I know that spirit are not far away that the past, present, and future are all happening in one energy. And all you have to do is say a person that you love's name, or even a person perhaps you don't love, and their energy will be around you. And you know how I learned this? One time, a woman I worked with, her father uh, had had a stroke, and I went to the hospital with her, and I meditated, and he let me know that he was ready to go to a beautiful place like his homeland, Ireland. That's what he saw in his, uh, you know, that he was going to see in spirit, and he was ready to take a rocket ride, so I thought it was pretty far away. The next day, I went back with the girl, and this time he said to me, he would meet his daughter and granddaughter in the schoolyard behind their house on the swings, and he really didn't need a rocket, only a helicopter, as he would be close by. So I, I kind of like that they're within us. God is within us, and we are within God's energy. We are all within the same energy in life and in death. So you said it in your book, and... I've interviewed over 700 people, and no one has said that the way you said that. And I understand it, that they are so nearby and part of us. So that was beautiful. So I want to thank you, Stefan Alex, author of When I Was Someone Else, for sharing an amazing connection to the spirit of Alexander Herman, a soldier who was reaching out from the dimension of life beyond this life. And because of your open, sensitive, intelligent way, you were able to connect with him and help him find healing. To read about this truly amazing encounter and to learn more about life and how consciousness survives physical death, purchase this book at Amazon.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have heard Stefan Alex in his beautifully de detailed and articulate book when I was someone else described the incredible true story of past life connection 
As a medium, I have been present with leading masters in healing psychic and past life sessions, and while in deep meditation, have become aware of several of my own past life memories. Prior to my work these past 25 years, I would not have considered past life a possibility or even afterlife a possibility. I was a skeptic, and it wasn't until I had many enlightening events uh, that I awakened to my own natural spiritual ability, uh, which I had, and uh, that, that sixth sense of intuition and in a no- knowing that I was able to transcend earlier belief systems and make the connection to higher dimensions of life. Stefan also had many questions from within and has answered them for his own edification and for readers who will ultimately see that the facts of his vision are proven by a search into the life of Alexander Hermann, a German soldier who died in World War II. Stefan writes, During my life I have been aware of the existence of other times and other spaces. I felt in myself memories other than my own, but never before has there been so clear, so powerful, so obvious, so disturbing. For several weeks now I have the sensation of living between two times, the present time and the period between 1930 and 1940. I am reading so many things that plunge me 80 years back in time. I think constantly of Alexander every day, every evening, so that a part of my mind is carried into the past while my body, in contrast, remains around in the present. My dreams seem more vivid and my day-to-day is colored by an increasing number of synchronicities, some way light, like this dream fragment, some more dense and disturbing. Stefan and I would have you pay attention to the thoughts that suggest you are more than your physical body and to the passions that you wish to explore in your life, even if not popular by other people's standards. For the real purpose of life is to raise the vibration of your soul energy by accepting challenges and remembering your spirit having a physical life with infinite potential to question and to seek the best within yourself and to explore the physical world knowing you are never alone and will always survive. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within and author of the newest book in a trilogy, A New Life Awaits. And I invite you to my website, CherylGlick.com, to listen to and read about leaders in metaphysical, scientific, and spiritual searches for the truth of human and divine nature. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.